Welcome to the Team Clearcoat Podcast. This is an automotive enthusiast podcast by two car nerds. We love cars, we love talking about cars, and we love yelling at each other about cars. I'm Dave. And I'm Ian. And this is our show. Dave. <laughs> I'm, I'm dying. <laughs> Ian, it's going to be okay. Well, it, I don't know. It might not be okay. You guys, it's sick in the blanket for it. Yeah. Ian, Ian's sick. I'm feeling like I'm coming down with something. Ian's drinking water instead of whiskey, so you know something is actually really wrong. <laughs> I like that my podcast persona is just slowly turning into a drunk, <laughs> and I have you to thank for it. My, mine is, is a sugar-addled, like, sunburnt, <laughs> pale <laughs> person in Lycra. Yeah, I'm upset because mine's inaccurate. <laughs> is it? Oh, all right. <laughs> Easy. Anyway. Anyway. This is Team Clearcoat. Oh yeah! Hi everybody. <laughs> Team Clearcoat Car Podcast. That's what car we're doing. Car Podcast. Yep. Um, yeah, let's we, start it off with the garage. Yeah, let's talk about garage stuff. Um, I saw that you drove over in your Turbo X, and I instantly texted you before you could even come in the door. Oh God, what's wrong with the R thirty two? Yeah, it's not. It's not anything that bad. I just uh, I had a bulb burn out in the headlights because Volkswagen. big surprise. Yeah, <clears throat> and you know, I went to change it. Of course, I bought new bulbs before i actually checked anything out uh went to go change it new bulb didn't work upon further inspection <laughs> one of the wires from the uh for the from the on the pigtail had rubbed against the mm-hmm. uh the bracket that holds the what do you call it the bulb in yep this is all full of technical terms <laughs> and i think it's shorting out i think it's shorting out so i'm going to fix it with electrical tape uh-huh. like a professional <laughs> Like a pro, because I'm a goddamn pro. <laughs> well, I am looking forward to future garage updates <laughs> when we're pulling the engine in your car to try to find where the electrical issue really is. Y- yeah, could be. Who knows? Um. Okay. <clears throat> I have garage updates as well. We've talked about my battery. Yeah. Um. Turns it- out. Tur- turns out I blew through another battery, so you know what that means. <sighs> you did? Did it destroy the battery? No, it didn't destroy the battery, thankfully, oh, okay. but it does mean that my alternator was de- <clears throat> dead. Yeah. So I pulled out the alternator, um, which is a whole thing on a Saab NG900. So there's two schools of thought for this, uh-huh. and it depends on if you want to take off the exhaust or you want to take off ton- and take off the exhaust and drop it out of the bottom or take off... A hundred thousand things and pull it out of the top and not have uh-huh. to lay on the ground very much. Uh, I chose to bring it out of the top, which is that's what I would recommend for someone to do. Uh-huh. Um, because the exhaust, like if you like, unless you have a lift, well, not even that, like the bolts on the exhaust header are not that easy to unscrew. And, um, yeah, it's, I don't know. So yeah, to get the downpipe off of the turbo, if you have the three inch exhaust upgrade, the way that that flange kind of comes out makes it really hard to turn the bolts like more than like a sixteenth of a turn at a time. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's a pain in the ass. Yep. Yep. But I love that exhaust, but I chose to pull the alternator out of the top. <laughs> yeah. And so to do that, you have to take, you obviously you have, you have to unscrew the alternator. Um, but you have to take off the, you have to, uh, pull back the serpentine belt, obviously. Mm-hmm. You have to take off the serpentine belt tensioner. Right. You have to take off the bracket that the serpentine belt tensioner sits in. <laughs> it, and then you have to uh, 
take off the, not take off, but at least unscrew and rotate the front strut tower brace out uh-huh. of the way and the cruise control module. You got to get that out of the way because that's on the front, on the strut tower brace. Huh. So all of that, inclu- oh, and the EVAP purge valve, got to take that out. That's a pain. Yeah. Um, three and a half hours. <clears throat> um, but it's, That's really it, not so bad. It's done, but I put it all back together. Everything was okay. You know, the car started and it was holding amperage, right? Uh-huh. I was driving to work, um, and it's idling high. It's idling at 1,800 RPM. Oh. Normally, it idles at 1,000. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, that's that's not good. And so That EVAP thing? No. So as I'm driving, it's, I mean, <clears throat> I don't quite know what's going on, but then it starts idling faster at 2,000 RPM. And I know from when I did the head gasket on it that I had accidentally not tightened a hose clamp on the um, idle air control uh, module. Uh-huh. And it was, at that time, it was idling at 5,000 RPM and oh. frightening. Yeah. Um, this time, so I pulled over, opened the hood, like you do when you have a sob. Uh, <laughs> and um, I, everything was connected. Huh. Everything looked okay. And I was like, well, shit, what is it? I, I just, you know, kind of, stared at it for just a little bit longer and i realized that the the housing for the cruise control cable uh-huh. that had kind of gotten unseated and it's controlled by a an actual wire like bicycle brakes or gears oh wow instead of just electronics right really yeah so it's it's all cable pull throttle <clears throat> cruise control and clutch in those cars so if oh, the wow. housing for the cable is like it's not seated correctly then the cable is not seated correctly which means it's either shorter or longer than it should be and it was shorter so yep. it was so pulling. it was pulling wow yeah. so pro tip you're putting everything back together double check to make sure that your throttle uh cables and all that stuff are seated correctly otherwise you're going to get a high idle and not know why (laughs) yeah so or worse a sticky throttle yes which actually has happened to me and has happened to my buddy jim that also has an ng900 yeah and so um yeah i maybe about once a year i i spray like brake cleaner down there and kind of clean it out yeah that's probably a good idea yeah because i'm worried about condensation freezing in there yeah or something like that but yeah so wow yeah i mean if the electronics (laughs) don't pack up then the cabling will but yeah yeah so well, that's, that's good. All is well right now, though. Well, so then I I ended up it, Jonas in Sweden sent me an email about the um about the airbag light, right? And uh, he said, you know, like you need to have that fixed because it's possible that if you get in a crash, the system won't discharge. Yeah, the system's disabled itself, right? Uh huh. And so I took it to Mile High this morning and had them reset the airbag light, which they did for free, thankfully. Oh, that's and awesome. um, yeah, I'm I'm so. I'm there so often. I, you know, like, <laughs> oh, you again? I, I, well, I called, and the guy I normally talked to, Jeff. I was like, "Hey, Jeff, this is Dave Severnock," and he was like, "Oh, hey, Dave," and I was like, "I have a '97." He's like, "I remember your car." Like, <laughs> Shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So, but thankfully, you know, uh, everything's normal. I put a picture of in, on Instagram of my uh, gauge pod without any warning lights whatsoever <laughs> and a mostly working fuel gauge and a non-working boost gauge. So everything is quiet yeah. with the sound. Don't touch Don't it. Anybody it. <laughs> do not look at happy fun ball. Do not taunt happy fun ball. 
Yeah, so that's the garage update for the NG900. Oh, and when I pulled the alternator, I texted you this, but it, on it, it says Bosch, which I'm I'm not a fan of Bosch parts lately. Yeah. But um said Bosch, <laughs> made in, in Great Britain. Great, great. Really, really. Like, yeah. we had to go to Great Britain to get electrical components for my car. Yeah, I think I, think I texted <sighs> you back, like, so let me get this straight. So they, they, the Swedes were like, you know, we need some electrical we need reliability yes we, yeah, we need some reliable electrons so i know let's get the germans to design it and the brits to build it yeah what could go wrong and then we'll bolt it in so that you have to take out fuck tons of stuff hey well you know what at least you didn't have to take uh, the whole front of your car yeah, off you're like right. i did i didn't to get have to, to put it in quote-unquote service position which is some bullshit <laughs> Service position really should just be you like bending over in front <laughs> yes. of the dealership. Yes. That's what service position actually is just for spreading both cheeks. Yeah, <laughs> that's actual service position for a Volkswagen Audi Group product. It's the odor. Yep. You're in like those old timey stocks, you know, with your head and hands and just your pants down. Yep. You're buying the new car. You're like, what are the stocks for? <laughs> You'll find out. Yeah, you'll see. You'll, you'll see, see soon enough. <laughs> oh, Ian, buddy. Oh, I wanted to record so much today. Yeah. Yeah, I'm so excited to talk to you. I am too, because we have a lot to talk about. Oh my God, we have so much. Because, okay, so Detroit is still going on. By the time this comes out, Obama will have already spoken, but we're recording it before that happens, so we don't know what he said. Right. Detroit is doing better. Cars are selling. Gas prices are cheap. I'm guessing that's pretty much yeah, the gist of it. Yeah. Boom. Nailed yeah. it. Yeah. We, we rescued the automakers. Yeah. Basically. Okay. So, but there were some really exciting developments from Detroit. Don't turn down my levels. <laughs> I see what you're doing. I'm getting excited. <laughs> I'm just, I'm keeping everything nice and even. Ian, keeping you okay. from peaking the levels. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. No, you're fine. You're fine. That's why I have the knobs, Ian. That's <laughs> true. Because I would just be like turning them up <laughs> constantly. Snap, snap them off and throw them at me. <laughs> Peak these, motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. Detroit. Come on. Detroit. Yeah. Auto show. Yep. Let's Focus. do it. Let's do it. Okay. So, Dave, we kind of went through this a little <sighs> bit before we started. Yeah. You seem incredibly underwhelmed by a lot of new cars. You know, I, I don't know. I, Is there anything at Detroit? Let's start with this question. Was there anything at Detroit that you are excited about even if you don't ever think you're going to own it or consider owning it just from a hey it's going to be out there in the world sort of thing not really no really and i know that that kills you because there are some legitimately cool cars but i don't i just i don't really get excited about that kind of stuff in the automotive world i i don't know it's i'm not normally the guy that's going to rain on somebody's parade you know i like yeah. I'm that little bit of sunshine, happy puppies, like... Usually, you know. yeah. Yeah. But for some reason, um, I just haven't seen really anything that's pulled my attention with Detroit this year. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. But you know what, Ian? Yeah. This is Team Clearcoat. I'm going to approach it with a positive attitude. Okay. We're going we're gonna to talk about some of the cars that you like and why you like them. Okay. And, and I'll let you know how I feel, and I promise not to be shitty. Okay. Okay. Wow. All yeah. right. 
Um, well, first of all, we need to talk about the Buick. Yeah, we do. And yeah, I, I think out of the cars that you, you've shown me recently, that's the one that piques my interest the most. Okay, so for anyone who, who isn't familiar, so this is the, the Buick Avista concept. Um, it's a coupe. It's a big coupe. It's 400 horsepower, rear-wheel drive. It's based on the Alpha platform, which is the same thing that underpins the new Camaro right. and the ATS, mm-hmm. Cadillac ATS. When you walk up to it, does it just shout, America, fuck yeah? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> yeah. But, it, I mean, it's it's really, really pretty. It is. It is gorgeous. That The rear C-pillar is amazing. And, and they haven't fallen to the trap that Ford seems to be stuck in right now of just blatantly ripping, <laughs> ripping yeah. English automakers off. Uh, I mean, there's like a little bit of of Aston in there, especially with that side vent. But that you know, Buick also has mm-hmm. a has a, a history of that. Yeah. Um, and there's a little bit of uh, Jag in the grill and in the ta- tail lights, which I know is a big thing for you. Yes. Um, I almost think it's there's like a little bit of like like LFA or something in there, like a, like a Japanese automaker. Okay. I can't put my finger on it, but yeah. something in, in that. But this is, I figured you would be excited about this because we've had so many discussions about what Lincoln should do and talking yes. about Lincoln basically doing this exact thing with the Mustang platform. You're correct. Yeah. That was it. That was the end oh, of my sentence. Okay. Um. Yeah, I, I am excited for it, but I don't... <sighs> It's difficult to describe. So, um, I want to, I want to like p- look at this through a lens, right? Uh-huh. Like, um, we talked about how, like, this is what we want Lincoln to do, right? But, but we want Lincoln to do that, but more luxury and less sporty, right? Yeah. So, so I mean, it doesn't, it's, it's like, I don't know. So, so, I, I can't really look at it through that lens, right? Because it's not, it doesn't, it's not what Lincoln should be doing. I don't think this is what Lincoln should right, be doing. Right. But this, I think, is exactly what Buick should be doing because they're supposed to fit, it's supposed to fit between the the Cadillac okay. and the Camaro. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Sort of. And, right. And I can certainly appreciate it for that. Yeah. I think that's a good move. Yeah. yeah. And I think because there, there's a lot of room in there. Yeah. There is. There is. Um, yeah, that's a good point. Um, and the, and, be, and because both of those cars are more performance oriented, right? Then that that makes more sense. Yeah, and Buick has s- such a great legacy. I mean, the G- Grand National, GNX, you know, all the of Riviera. These, yeah, the Riviera, all yeah. of these great, you know, coupes. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It. Okay. I'm on board. I'm okay. on board, Ian. Good. Okay. I'm glad you've you've turned me around on. I that just. One. I, I mean, hopefully they actually built build it. I yeah. think I think they're going to. Okay. Uh, but it's Turbo V6, which you know, I mean, yeah, it's hard yeah. to go back to the GNX and the yeah. whole thing. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. I really great. like that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. All um, right. I'm glad I won you over on that one at least. And then yeah. everybody, go. If you don't Google anything else from this episode, just look at Buick Avista A V I S T A. Uh, it's really, really beautiful, yeah, and it I can't. It, it looks really good in this blue, but I'm really excited to see it in some other colors. Mm-hmm. Honestly, um, what else? Okay, I want to talk about <laughs> the minivans. 
So, okay. All right. I'm bracing myself. I, I feel like yeah. I'm, I'm, on a, I'm on a positive roll. Okay. So right. I'm just going to, I'm going to, I'm going to shoot big. And now we're going to minivans? We're going to minivans. All right. And why we as car enthusiasts uh-huh. should be excited about it. Okay. Okay. Right. So listeners, if you, uh, if your ears are still ringing, it's probably because you did listen to the, uh, review of the Dodge journey that happened in episode 20. Yeah. Um, I did not care for it. You're a big, strong man. <laughs> you're, you're a big, strong man. <laughs> you're a big, strong man. Okay. So we as car enthusiasts have erred in making fun of the minivan as a, a concept and a thing that people buy so ruthlessly because now we end up with the fucking Dodge journey. True. Masquerading True. as something that it's not when really the minivan actually serves a good purpose and it does its job really well. Yep. And so I feel like, and there are liter- literally cool looking ones, like legitimately cool looking minivans. Yeah. And you know what? I think the new ones are, are, are handsome looking and, and I, it's not a compromised, package like an SUV is because you you don't have to have that that you know fake ground clearance yeah the ride height the yeah. the ride height and the ground clearance thing mm-hmm. so you can actually have more room in it and it, yep. there's more room for features and luxury and and the uh Chrysler's doing the the hybrid thing with the with the new Pacifica which I don't know why they're reviving that name <laughs> of everything that they could revive but whatever yeah um yeah, so they're not going to make the town a country anymore. It's going to be known as the Pacifica. Which is weird, yeah. I don't get that. Yeah. Whatever. Because uh, the Pacifica was not like a beloved vehicle. No, but it was kind of quirky and comfortable and kind of cool almost. It was a very early crossover. Yeah, it was. what it was. It was, but yeah, I don't so know. So it's weird that they're naming the minivan yeah. Yeah. a crossover. Right. Yeah. And a little ironic given my stance on it, but we're going to leave that yeah, aside. Yeah. Forget okay. about the Pacifica oh, yeah. thing. Don't worry about Pacifica. Yeah. Just leave it alone. Um, so yeah, I think, I think we should actually, we should start encouraging people to buy minivans. Okay. In a, All right. in a perverse incentive to then allow people, allow us to have more cars. Okay. Because then to eliminate the crossover market, to eliminate the crossover market. So my okay. theory is that if if people are buying minivans for their family cruisers, for their family haulers, uh-huh. then they don't feel like they need seven seats in the other car. Okay, you know, and they can just they can buy cars again. We can buy sedans and sports cars. We can huh. we can come back. That's a that's going to be a tough sell, man. That's I also be... think that everybody should buy station wagons, and obviously that doesn't work in the U.S. either. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's going to be a tough sell. I need to think <clears throat> about that. I want to revisit this later. This is one of those things that I can tell we're going to have more to talk about. Yeah, I don't want to shoot from the hip on it. Okay. Yeah. Well, I thought about it for literally five minutes. <laughs> so <laughs> that's an eternity in, in our opinions. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but that's I, all the research you ever need. So yeah, maybe, maybe we can convince people to start buying minivans again. Maybe it'll be good for us and maybe we'll just be overrun by minivans. Who knows? Yeah. I, yeah. I'm going to need to think about that. Okay. Okay. You haven't won me over. All right. But I, I will say that, you know, we're not the first people to say that, like, hey, guys, minivans are actually kind of cool, you know, when you think about it. Yeah. Um, especially, like, with the Toyota Previa. 
There was like the mid-engine one, mid-engine, yeah, turbo. Sure, yeah, I mean, yeah. okay, right? Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. Okay, yeah. I mean, I just I would rather have, and I feel like this would this should appeal to your on or off and no squishy middle okay. sort of thing, where uh-huh. like the crossover is is that squishy middle. It's the squishy middle it in that it, it's compromised in every way. Right, right. But. The minivan is very good at the one thing it's supposed True. to do. It's not good at anything else. No. No. So that's my Okay. That's All my right. defense of of the minivan and why we should stop shaming people for buying them. Okay. Okay. I'm on board with that. All right. I'm on board. All right. I'm sure we're gonna God. come back to it and and you're gonna be like, you're a dumbass. I'm gonna be in the shower tonight and be like, motherfucker. Like, oh, uh, no. We Did should we just recommend we, minivans on the podcast? We have to delete the episode. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. All right. Hey, actually, listeners, we've never done yeah. that. We've never deleted something like that. <laughs> I'm sure that's gonna be a shock to everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Other than the occasional fart and sneeze. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah, yeah. that's gonna be a real shock. Yeah. It's such a quality product that we put I, out. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but, well, I mean, I should say that we've never, we've never held back on releasing something out of fear of reaction. That's, that's what I was trying to say. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, so now that you're on it, on the Detroit roll, what else are you going to hit me with? All right. Slash make me listen to. (laughs) (laughs) I'm positive. I'm positive. Yeah. I know. Uh, yeah. It's such a Debbie Downer. (laughs) I don't know. I'm sorry, buddy. It's all right. Um, Lincoln Continental? Yeah, we talked about that. Love I'm, it. I'm a little... Love under- it, but I want more. I want it to be more. I do, too. Yeah, yeah. I'm a little I'm a little underwhelmed by it. Yeah. I feel like it should just be crazy, like it should have like a fucking spiker interior. And, yes, yes. You yeah. know, and look like it was a... It should dispense a, a lit vape pen from the center of the <laughs> steering wheel. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So then, I mean, obviously everybody else is losing their shit over the Lexus sports car. Yeah, I just, I feel like, I feel like uh, Toyota and Honda just have such a long way to go to prove that they are worthy of enthusiasts' attention again. Well, I I think the LFA certainly did that, but it was so unobtainable from anyone that well, it, I mean, it didn't it didn't you know it was it was more than five years ago now. I was yeah, six yeah. seven years ago, right? And I mean, they they didn't. And I mean, not not to steal, you know, kind of a, a line from Jeremy Clarkson because he, but he he made a really good point in that that ethos didn't trickle down to any other. You're thing. exactly right. You know, You're it wasn't exactly a real right. halo car, right? Uh, in the way that you know the Audi R8 is, yes. or or you know the the, the Porsches are, well, and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. No, that's exactly. <laughs> or shit, the Ford GT. Yeah, is a halo is a true halo car. You can get the same engine in a pickup truck yep you know and a version of that same engine in a, in a mustang it's mm-hmm. that that's what a halo car is supposed right. to be but the lfa had the unobtainable v10 which i mean sounded amazing and it wailed and it was really cool for what it was but like right. you said it didn't trickle down into the rest of the brand yeah i mean they could have made a super yeah. high revving v6 you other, know, other was... than a the ugly ass grills that they're hitting all toyotas and lexuses <sighs> with right yeah, now the, uh, they always think they look like electric razors. Yes, they do. They look like my brawn. Yeah, You're right. They look exactly like electric oh razors. Oh my god! Me. People shave their balls with those things. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Just buy a Lexus. You'll have balls like silk. 
<laughs> people are just walking up to them in the parking lot and rubbing their crotches <laughs> on. What? No, this isn't my bathroom at home and this isn't my brawn. <laughs> yeah. What? There's just Where people, are we going, officer? There's just people with their pants down, <laughs> rubbing up against grills, going, does this thing have a self-cleaning function? <laughs> How do I clean this thing? <laughs> I want I want to go from a zero to a one. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. All right. Yeah. I I we can't say anything else about like that Lexus after that. No, I think that's the final word on the Ugh. Lexus LC500. What other Detroit things do you want to talk about? Um, you know, there was the Continental. I, you said you wanted to talk about the Ridgeline, which I didn't really. Yeah. So, um, okay, let's talk about so the, the Ridgeline. They, Honda's bringing back the Ridgeline pickup truck. Um, the Ridgeline pickup truck is, uh, it's weird. It's it was weird. It, and I I like it. I like the Ridgeline pickup truck. I like the original Ridgeline pickup truck because I liked Honda's take on a pickup truck. It was very Japanese and it was really utilitarian and it had all kinds of oddball storage. And it wasn't great, but it was weird and good. Right. And it was, I think it was different enough that it deserved to actually have a following. Because I think Toyota was trying to out F-150 the the F-150, right? And I think that they su- succeeded. Like, I think Toyota and the Tacoma really came up, right? Right. Um, but Honda came in and they didn't try to beat anybody else at that game. They, the only other competitor, in my opinion, in that space was the Chevy Avalanche. I don't think that was a true competitor to the Ridgeline because the Ridgeline's smaller and it doesn't, uh, you know, they're not the same truck, but I think in theory... Well, and the, and the Ridgeline isn't really a truck, which right. is the thing. It's right, a, it's a Honda Pilot. Yeah, it's a unibody. Right, right. Yeah. But, I mean, I think from a functionality perspective, those two overlap, right? Right. Or they were kind of heading in the same direction, right? Uh-huh. An unconventional body style for a pickup truck, but a, a focus on utilitarianism. Yeah. Right? So, um... Honda, I I liked, and I'm kind of excited to see them try it again. I think it's a little bit Sisyphean, where they're going to be pushing that thing up a hill, um, and maybe it's going to roll back. But yeah. but I'm I'm glad that they're trying. I'm glad that they're trying. Yeah, I mean, it it honestly has more in common with like the Volkswagen Caddy than it does any traditional body on frame pickup trucks right because it is a it's a car platform it is yeah and they just have the super handling all-wheel drive sure system sure. on it so um which yeah. is tried and true yeah <clears throat> yeah yeah it's all right yeah i mean i don't know i i'm glad that they're still kind of pushing that boulder up the hill yeah yep all right well good yeah okay. I, don't, I don't i'm i'm happy i'm always happy to see more small pickup trucks yeah, available. Yeah, definitely. Because they, coming from a guy that grew up driving small pickup trucks. Well, yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah that's right. No, those, those are really important cars. And yeah. the fact that those are almost completely gone from the marketplace is crazy. Yeah. Because like back in the 90s, you couldn't you couldn't go five feet without finding a mini truck, a, Ma- yep. a Mazda B2000. Yep. Uh, geez, the Toyotas, all the Nissans. The fact that ne- I I love this about the Nissan pickup trucks, which you know I've had two of them. The Nissan pickup trucks, they didn't even have a name. It was just the Nissan, Nissan pickup. Yeah. yeah, that was it. It was just a <laughs> Nissan pickup. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's you got to thank the chicken tax for that. We can we can go into that some other time, but uh-huh. that's a that's a whole other thing. 
Huh. Uh, the chicken tax. Yeah, we'll, okay. we'll, we'll talk about that some other time. All right. Yeah, we'll talk about that when we have Brian on. Okay. With the, with the Ranger. Okay. All right. All right. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, okay. I don't really think... I mean, there's the whole thing with they're going to Hellcat the Cherokee. Yeah. Oh, the Genesis. I'm kind of I'm kind of excited about the Genesis. Yeah. Whole me, thing. Me that, too. That they're going to uh they're going to kind of Lexus the luxury car market for your 2016. Yeah. You know, like what Lexus was the luxury car market. What Hyundai's trying to do is launch a new uh uh luxury brand, like luxury sub-brand. And basically do what Lexus did in the oh. early 90s to Mercedes and, and the Germans. But basically do that to Lexus. Sure. Um, which is a good idea. And I think their, you know, their, their quality has been coming up so quickly uh, in the last few years that I really think, I mean, the, yeah. timing, is, the timing is good. They can do it. They can yeah. do it. Yeah. I'm interested to see how all that pans out. Yeah. Yeah. And they, I think they do interesting things with their cars. So it's going to be cool to see... You know the direction they they take there. Can they take it if you put like the the new like <clears throat> Hyundai Genesis rear wheel drive like V six awesome fucking car. Yeah, next to an old Hyundai Excel. Right, right. Like oh, you're talking about the Genesis Coupe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Genesis Coupe. Yeah, that like that came from the same brand. In, like, like ten years. No uh, longer. Like the Excel was probably like the mid nineties. That's twenty years. Well, no, because the Genesis Coupe debuted in 08, something like that. I don't know. So, I mean, it wasn't that long. Yeah. It yeah. really wasn't. Yeah. But so, but still, those came from the same freaking brand. Yeah. Right? And really not that long apart, even yeah. if it was 15 years yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Like, it's really not that, fo- not right? that long. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. It's it's good, though. Yeah. yeah. No. Hyundai, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. They've made good choices. Uh, the cruise is going to be coming as a hatchback. The Chevy Cruise. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. I mean, I don't really, I don't like the Chevy Cruise, but no, like, they're trying to out Volkswagen Golf, right? They're trying to get in on that market. Yeah, which their timing could not be better. No, that's a strategic move. They need to do that. Yeah, yeah their timing cannot be better with Volkswagen. <laughs> it's not a diesel. Yeah, yeah. Do you, do you, have you guys heard that Volkswagen's hurting? <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, what is this you hear? Best. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. All and right. then uh, the Bolt was the other big yep. one. Yeah, the electric, the all electric car from GM. Which I know I didn't even pull up anything, any statistics about. I forgot. Yeah. So we're not going to talk about that. Yeah, I'm interested to see where those are in 10 years on the used market. I really want yeah. to see how the electric used market pans out. I do too. That's the most interesting aspect of it to me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that I I still maintain that the 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 chat the uh the coach building thing, the possibilities for coach building is the most exciting thing yeah. about it, but hmm. But mostly, I guess, for super, super rich people. Yeah, true. <laughs> yeah, I think the one that applies directly to me is the one I'm more interested in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Spoiler alert, I'm not rich. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay, okay so that's Detroit. Okay. Good job. Right. We Good talked job, about everybody. Detroit. Did I, not, did I not poop on the parade too much? You didn't. I'm just, okay. I'm just so used to... I know. I, I, I don't need know. to like toss you some taffy or something. I don't know what it is. For some reason, just it didn't peak my radar. So mm. I think since I I didn't fall into that middle ground, it was nothing to me. Okay. Yeah. All right. Weird. Weird. It is weird. Yeah. You pulled up a BMW <clears throat> 2 Series. Oh, the, the yeah, the M2. Yeah. That and I was like, well. nah. Yeah. yeah, I'm a droopy old bassy hound. I don't <laughs> care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All weird, right. weird. Very exciting car. Yeah. 
Kind of getting back to the end roots. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You wanted me to drone out about the history of M cars while you snore. <laughs> That'd be funny. Next we time do I had a whole whole episode. <laughs> Next time I have insomnia, I'll call you. Okay. You could just talk about that. Yeah. That would work well. <laughs> yeah. I'm into it. My cure is normally uh Bob Ross. Oh. YouTube videos. Yeah. Yeah. Happy little trees. <laughs> There's no such thing as mistakes, just happy accidents. <laughs> Real, really, Bob? Really? Yeah. Me buying a sob? That's a happy accident, Bob? <laughs> no, that's a mistake. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um, okay, so uh, for I, what we've been doing is my eyes. We yeah. need. I'm sick and goddamn tired of seeing these goddamn Buick egg cars everywhere. What the hell are they even called? The Encore. Oh my god, they're so gross. They are really weird looking. Oh my god, Ian, make them go away. Yeah, I don't really get the decisions oh. that led up to that because it was like they had a hatchback and they were like, you know what, we need. We need more chrome so we can call we this a Buick. We need more chrome. We need it to be rounder. And let's raise the whole thing up even more. It looks it looks like it's about to tip over at any moment. Yes. Yeah. It looks more unsafe than like those first generation Ford or uh, Toyota Echoes. Yeah. They were just, they, <laughs> <laughs> they would look like they were just like on like little uh, toy bikes, you know? Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Th- that, that's one of those cars that. And I don't have like a, a burning hatred for them, just as mm-hmm. as much as I I look. At I them want with... to eliminate them all from the planet. <laughs> I look at them with like bemusement, like like how did that happen? Like, like you look at a cross cabriolet. Um, yeah, I guess a little bit. Like like how did it ha- how did they get greenlit? Uh huh. Like I think I understand how the cross cabriolet got greenlit. Okay. Like everyone did a bunch of mescaline. <laughs> And thought it was a good idea, obviously. I mean, we know this. This is documented fact. Next topic. It was boardroom ayahuasca day. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Once a month, we go on a peyote bender and decide our car for the year. Yeah. Yeah, basically. It was the same decision making that led to the the Juke GTR, right? <laughs> True. The same exact. True. Yeah, and we got to love him for that. Yeah. That thing is badass. Have we just discovered what the Nissan secret is? <laughs> I think so. It's drugs. <laughs> yeah. Strong, strong hallucinogenic, hallucinogenic drugs. Yeah. 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 Anyway, so the, yeah. the, 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 the Biocon Corps. <laughs> I want to know, I want to go up to the p- person who bought that and understand what else was in the running yeah this is our constant question for cars like these what was what were you cross shopping see and i don't know if that if someone was cross shopping but how did you how do you end up with that car we need to we honestly need to find these people i've never seen it advertised and and me neither but i don't see commercials we need to find these people and we need to approach them and like we need some kind of method to like if you're approaching a, not an animal that could really kill you, but an animal that you were afraid would run away. Right. Right? Like, we don't want to be dicks to these people, but I genuinely am curious about what compelled them to purchase that. We need, what we need to do is just be, to take your analogy a little bit further. Sure. We just need to be like Jane Goodall yes. in a Buick Thank dealership. You. Thank you. That's it. We need to observe them in their native habitat. Yeah. I mean, what else? Okay, so so you you leave the Buick dealership in your new Encore. Uh huh. Where's the first place 
the Buick Encore owner goes. I don't think. I don't know. Maybe right to the car wash? Oh, polish that chrome. <laughs> polish that chrome. You polish that chrome good. <laughs> you polish it. Polish oh, it God. Ian's ayahuasca's kicked in. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what you take for cold medicine, right? That's... Yes, that that's what is actually in the bottle that I've labeled Tylenol PM <laughs> <laughs> in my medicine cabinet. Uh, yeah. That's awesome. Yep. Um, okay, so... But for real, if you know anyone with a Buick yes, Encore, yeah. I want to... Because I, I honestly don't know... I don't even know what class that's in. Like, what were you... Roundy, roly, poly, fuck it class? Did you walk past a CRV to get the Encore? And would that be a bad decision? Because we don't like the CRV in this, yeah. in this blanket fort. In this blanket fort. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It, the whole thing, the, the fact, the fact that we're talking about that makes me hate the encore even more. It's just so confusing. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I don't know anything about that car other than it looks really weird, and I've, I've, I know the name of it. Yeah, you knew it. Yeah, right I know exactly what you were talking yeah. about. I think I, and I just have never been bothered enough to actually look anything up about it. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> there's one in my neighborhood. There's one on my block, actually. Oh, uh, yeah. Around the corner from oh, my house. Yeah. God damn it. I, I drove down your block the other day and I made a lot of turbo noises in the hopes that you would just hear me in your house. Oh, did you? Yeah. I didn't. Yeah. Dang. Um, let's see here. So let's talk about. Uh, is that your version of holding up a uh, a stereo with Peter Gabriel playing? <laughs> yes, in a trench coat. Yeah. Uh huh. Yep. Yeah. Mine is just doing exhaust noises in front of your house. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Like which it. Melissa's heard from inside the house. Yeah. <laughs> she she just texted, "Oh, you boys and your car noises." Yeah. Um. Okay. Let's talk about uh, my New Year's resolution, Ian. <laughs> okay. Can I? Go go ahead. Go ahead, Dave. Tell the listeners what your New Year's resolution, the thing you're supposed to make to yourself, the promise you make to yourself to make yourself a better person <laughs> is what the concept of New Year's resolutions are. I didn't approach it from that angle. And I actually have I I have quite a few. And I don't necessarily call them New Year's resolutions, but I right. like I am actually trying to watch more car videos. I love it. I love I'm trying it. to watch more car videos. So I, I marathon some regular car reviews because obviously I love those. Those are the best. You need to watch regular car reviews. You yes. need to watch every single review that that guy does because him and his buddy are geniuses and they do great, uh, great work and it's all from the heart. Yep. Um, so I watch some of those and then of course what happens online, you, you keep clicking. Rabbit hole. Yeah. You go down that wormhole. And so then I, I was going through my, um, saved articles in my RSS reader because I'll, I'll save a lot of things, you know, and with the hopes that I'll go back and actually watch them later. Um, and so I, Watched a Koenigsegg video about the Regera because I'm completely fascinated by Christian von Koenigsegg. <laughs> He's my spirit human, <laughs> and I wish I could be him. And I'm fascinated by the Regera because it doesn't even have transmission. Yeah. And I love it so much. Um, let's see here. Uh, and then I came across, oh, God, I love it so much. A Mazda Miata that is like all tube frame. It's a Miata in name only, I think. But it has a Mazda. Um, I don't even know what it would be. The it'd be a twenty-seven B. It's a four rotor, twin turbo rotary engine. 
Yeah, it's a drift car. It's a drift car because there's no way you could go in a straight line like that. (laughs) And the sound that that thing makes is so, it's like, it's, I described it to you in a text as like, it's like a Tesla getting sucked into the, a Rolls Royce jet turbine engine. It's like <laughs> electric, accurate. but mechanical. Yeah. And, oh, it's, it, it doesn't sound real. It does not sound real. No. We're going to tweet a link to that video. You have to watch it. it it's only 90 seconds long, so it fits in with my attention span. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, my God, Ian. Yeah. That's so insane. Can I tell you what I love? So I, I am, I am all in favor of you watching more car videos because yes. I'm sick of coming over and being like, did you see that? And you're like, no, I didn't see that. <laughs> and then, but, but I just like that you were like, you know what? You know what's going to really improve? <laughs> what's going to turn me around as what's a human tur- being? Yeah. I'm going to turn over a new leaf in 2016 and I'm going to watch more YouTube. It, Ian, it's in the interest of the podcast. It's I don't, no, I, I didn't say yeah. I wasn't in favor of it. Hmm. I just find it funny. Okay. All right. Yeah. I mean, of all the things I could be doing, eating better, eating less donuts, <laughs> losing weight, riding bicycles more, <laughs> I'm going to watch car videos. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm completely in favor. I don't want you to do any of those other things. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still going to do plenty of those other things. I climbed a hundred flights of stairs out of boredom at work the other day. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's when most people would be watching YouTube. I understand. I understand. But I was pent up in a conference room for 12-hour shifts. And yeah, yeah, this is what happens when you cage a ginger. (laughs) He finds stairs and he climbs them over and over until his legs are wrecked. I just picture you shouting like, no boardroom can contain me. (laughs) And it was indoors, so I didn't have to worry about sunblock. Yeah. Yeah. You're the El Chapo of conference rooms. (laughs) I can find a way out. I'm going to have, you're going to fly a bike in on a drone, <laughs> fly it through the conference room window. Yeah. Yeah. Dave, get on your steed. This ginger can't be caged. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, we were having a perfectly fine meeting about identity architecture in, in the environment, and then Dave just left. Yeah. <laughs> a bicycle just appeared out of nowhere, and he just rode away. What's with that big Christian von Koenigsegg poster on the on the wall? <laughs> I'm gonna hang that over my bed. <laughs> it's kind of no, go- about it's like saw Shawshank Redemption. You're just gonna <laughs> yes. tunnel right out. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh my god. All right. So what were we talking about? We, cars. We were talking about me watching car videos. So, oh right. Yeah. So that's so I'm gonna be more up to speed hopefully on car videos. All right. Yeah. All right. So I will then really bring nothing to the podcast oh whatever so so what about you ian do you have any new year's resolutions i don't really do yeah new year's resolution thing it's a little bit a little bit smacks of self-reflection and feelings and (laughs) i don't care for that (laughs) i don't i don't don't, when you say i don't care for that i think what you're saying is my body is rejecting that (laughs) because i think caring for it or not caring for it is too close to a feeling right but that's but you're putting it in language that humans can understand (laughs) yeah Yeah. this is like when aliens visit and they speak to you in english and they're like well we're taking this form so we don't frighten you our true form would scare your eyeballs out of your head oh yeah we're we're talking to you in a language that you would understand so that you get us when you so when you say things like "Mm, i don't care about that (laughs) so i was actually thinking about this earlier tonight because i have a, a friend who um 
who has uh, <laughs> this is a way off topic. He has a a a kid who has a a, a health condition. Okay, and so they're in the hospital right now. It's not it's not super serious or anything, but they it's led to a kind of an extended stay in the hospital. And it's been very stressful. For oh me. shoot, okay. But he sent me a. He always teases me about not watching sports, so he oh, sent me okay. a group text saying, "I hope." the Oklahoma City Thunder beat the Nuggets tonight. And I sent him a smart-ass text back about how I, you know, hoped the Nuggets scored, hit many <laughs> touchdowns on the pitch and okay. won the match. Okay, yeah. Deliberately being dumb about sports. My go-to is unsubscribe. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. But yeah. go on, yeah. Um, and and so he said, you know, be nice to me. I have my kids in the hospital. Okay. And, I, and so I you know, kind of jabbed back at him. Uh-huh. So I wouldn't do that with most other people. And I was thinking to myself, you know, I'm glad that Andy exists because these, I don't have to like try to come up with these th- things that would, most people would think would be wrong to say, or the timing would be inappropriate or whatever. Okay. It's just what I'm always thinking, <laughs> but suppressing, like not like, these are the things that I'm usually filtering out like uh-huh. 99% of the time. You just let it go. And then I could just let it go with him. Okay. And okay. I know I'm never going to, there's no line with him is basically what I'm saying. Right. Okay. Okay. All so, right. Yeah. He's looked into the abyss. Yeah. <laughs> he, no, he is the abyss. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. It's great. Um, anyway, so Andy, I'm glad you're I'm glad you're out there. Yeah. All right. Uh let's see. Um what else do we want to talk about? I want to talk about video games real quick. Oh right. Yeah. Um Absolute Drift I picked up on the Steam sale. Absolute Drift. That look that was awesome. I played it for like ten seconds and it's the greatest thing ever. Dude, so it's a top down car driving drifting game. It's super minimal. It's got gorgeous, like really sparse graphics, a beautiful, nice, like smooth techno soundtrack. And it's the controls are a little fuzzy, but really nailed down once you kind of get used to used to it. Right. And um, you just, you drift around, there's different events, and I mean, it's on sale on the Humble Store now, since this, the Steam winter sale is over, the Humble Store now has a winter sale going on. So it's on sale on their store for $10. I highly recommend you get it. Absolute Drift. It's really cool. Yeah. Um, and then there were just some other games that I, I wrote down that uh, are on sale that if you don't have, you should have. So... And I, I kind of want to talk about this a little bit because I feel like there's a lot of crap out there when it comes to racing and car video games. And I think I'm, I'm a PC gamer primarily because I'm cheap as hell and I can't be bothered to spend $60 on a new racing game every so often for like the PlayStation 4 or whatever. Right? Yeah. Or $600 on a console. True. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you take that versus a gaming PC, but then I know how to build a budget gaming PC. And so. you would be buying a PC anyway. Right. Right. Yeah. So it would be in addition to, you wouldn't True. do that instead. Right. 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 So, um, uh, like there's some stuff out there like the WRC games, right? Like right. we love rally. Don't for the love of God, waste your money on the WRC games. Um, you need to be careful with your dollars for this kind of stuff because if you, if you spend it on stuff like that, you're not going to be able to spend it on something truly great like Dirt Rally, 
Like that is an amazing game. Yeah, like, the dirt video games are all yes, great. yeah. So uh, right now, Dirt Showdown, which is ridiculous smash 'em up destruction derby and Jim Kahana fun, is on sale for three seventy five on the Humble Store. Um, dirt three, I think, is also on sale, but I can't remember the the price of that. Um, Race the Sun is a really cool like flying game, flying kind of racing game where you're huh. racing the sun as it's setting. What? To your, so your ship is solar powered uh-huh. and it glides along the surface of the ground <clears throat> and you're trying to stay in the sunlight what? as the sun sets. It's and it's a beautiful game. It's really cool. That's really cool. It's on sale for $2.50. And it's one of the games huh. that has such an amazing sense of speed. It's really cool. Huh. It, they have it for iOS and Android as well. I highly recommend you pick that up. Oh, cool. It's a little indie publisher. Support them. Buy that game. Um, Project Cars is only $20 on the Humble Store right now. That's a great game to pick up. Um, like That's the kind of stuff you should be spending your money on instead of um the wrc games or or things like that because like even if you are a rally fan you are going to be disappointed by those kinds of games your dollars are better spent on some others right or or just straight up saving up for dirt rally yeah um f1 race stars is only 375 right now that's a a dumb fun kart racing game that game's hilarious it's like mario kart but with Formula One people. Yeah, with Lewis Hamilton's little head. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's that's it. Yeah, check out the Humble sale. Um, absolute Drift. That's okay. that's That's been good enough to tear me away from Nuclear Throne. And anybody who sees me on Steam knows that I dump tons of hours into Nuclear Throne. That is that's true. That's all I play. But Absolute Drift has been good enough to pull me away from that. It was a lot of fun. I'm, I, I really want to play it now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's got a cool vibe to it, right? Yeah, it's cool. almost like old Ridge Racer, but mm-hmm. from but at a distance and like yeah. like much calmer, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't like know. maybe if you crossed uh, Euphoria uh-huh. with yeah Grand, with uh, Grand Theft Auto One. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, with that smooth techno soundtrack you were talking about. Oh yeah, I I went, I went to. You said smooth techno soundtrack. Yeah. And I was just like, don't say that, <laughs> Dave. You're gonna turn everyone off. No, it's it's cool. It's a nice chill techno soundtrack. Yeah, like ambient. I think yes. is the word you're looking for, yes. right? Um, I went to I went to Mile High today to get that airbag light turned off, uh-huh. and <laughs> fuck, man, like, ah, uh, I walk in there and. They had Hadaway What is Love playing on there. <laughs> what is love? Baby, don't hurt me. Like, can't we just... Okay, first of all, that's not an appropriate song at 8 o'clock in the morning, no matter where you are or how much ke- ketamine you've had. <laughs> right? No. No. What is love? No. All right? Like, this is the year 2016. We can find another radio station. We can do something else. Please don't play What is Love. I believe in you. I believe yeah. in you. Yeah. Right? Oh. Mechanic. Yeah. And you're, this is a sob mechanic. Like, you need to have cooler music than like that. Like ABBA. <laughs> is it bass? Do they play What is Love at Ikea? <laughs> I don't know. They should. Yeah. Not, they should what not. is love? Oh, God. No, because then people would be questioning what love is because they are in Ikea and they're already about to get divorced. You don't need to push anyone over that edge. <laughs> Every emotional boundary is breaking yeah, down. You don't, you don't need yeah. to remind people. Yeah, yeah. So, what anyway. a tortured state their relationship is in. What is love? <laughs> Baby, don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. No more. Okay. 
Yeah. <laughs> Ian wants that to stop. <laughs> that's what that's what okay is code for. Yeah. Dave cut it out. <laughs> I, I'm gonna leave that in the episode. Please do. Yeah. Please do. Uh okay. What else are we talking about? <clears throat> um I don't think I had anything else. Oh, oh, I do have one more thing. Oh, God. What? Oh, God. What? What? Today, the embargo got lifted on the Focus RS reviews. Why were there embargoes? That's how it, that's how it works. You've never noticed that all of the car magazines and all of the car websites release reviews on the same exact day? I thought they all drove the car that day and then wrote the article that night. Wait. <laughs> you are married to a writer. Aren't you? You know I'm, that it takes I'm just, time. I'm just kidding. Okay. Ian. I'm so, just kidding. so the way it works is that yeah. the, I, I didn't know that there was an actual timed release structure for it. Yeah, it, this is actually, and we can talk about this. I actually let's talk about this next episode. But basically, just to touch on it, uh, let's make it a note to uh-huh. talk write about it this. on the blanket port messaging system between the penises. Okay. <laughs> so the the car makers kind of control the the uh, flow of information because they control access to the cars, right? Sure. So they basically say, well, if you want to be able to review our cars, you're going to obey these embargoes that we've set. And I think some people even go as far as having them sign uh, NDAs mm-hmm. uh, with embargo dates on them. But basically saying, this is the release date for the review of this car. I, I can understand the motivations behind it. So it, it's it's kind of a big controversy within the car journalism world because they you know people people think that basically automakers have too much power in that dynamic for car journalists to be uh to be removed from it to ha- to be uh what's the word i'm looking for independent um unbiased uh, okay so so basically they're they're too dependent on that relationship you know and it's okay. the same thing in politics, you know, where, you know, you're dependent on access is sure. your ability to do your job, right? And so there's that weird dynamic there. Okay. Okay. So anyway, so today the folk, the Ford Focus RS, which is a car I think we're both excited about. Oh, yeah. 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 You were very tentative. No, take away that uh, right. tension because <laughs> it's I a one. That car. It's a one. Yeah. It's a one. Yeah. Not a zero. It's a one. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, so 350 horsepower, all-wheel drive. It did come with out, a drift mode. With a drift mode. So it, the details have been kind of leaking out. Some of the things that we thought were going to be true are true. It's the same. Uh, it's the same uh, 2.3 liter EcoBoost that you get in the Mustang, just turned sideways. Yeah. Um, the it turns out so the the all wheel drive system I haven't seen a good description of it yet I've read a few articles about it already it, it looks like it might be related in some way to the one that I have in the Turbo X okay so it might be a, a, a it's basically a Haldex like system if it's not actually a Haldex system I can't seem to get confirmation either way on that but it has clutch packs on each side of the differential basically like my electronic limited slip okay that i have in the in the turbo x and so that the um the drift mode basically just controls how those clutch packs engage and when you have that selected and you are turning the car on throttle Uh it basically sends all of the torque that's sent to the rear which is up to 70 percent of the total okay it can send 100 percent of that to either wheel so what it does is just overdrives the outside wheel okay and makes it 
makes it drift. Oh, okay. But then it'll, okay. it'll also like grab the inside wheel to get uh-huh. it to turn in more to erase understeer, basically. Okay. It's all pretty interesting, and I'm I'm curious to know like once the hype dies down, if it's regarded as a good driver's car because it's okay it sounds like there's a lot going on underneath you yeah and i feel like in a car with that sort of a wheelbase you would definitely feel all of that stuff happening and i I wonder you know when it when it's compared to uh some of the really like when it's compared to like the civic type r that's coming yeah yeah the turbo civic type r that's 300 horsepower yeah so it's gonna have 50 horsepower more but i wonder which one's gonna be kind of considered the the driver's car yeah you know i'm i'm curious to know what the uh with the long-term verdict on the uh-huh. the rs is yeah. gonna be so yeah. that's that's what i wanted to talk about okay okay yeah. cool yeah i watched the, i watched the car video of ben <laughs> collins going through the different yeah. driving modes yeah. yeah the former stig yeah yeah all right, you want to play some FMK cars, buddy? I do, I do. Okay, who wants to go first? Um, let's rock paper scissors for it. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, we go on three or three, then go. Oh God, we're, we should. You know what we should do? We should have a separate podcast where we talk about what we should do <laughs> on that rock paper scissors <laughs> recursive podcast on three. Okay, one, one two, two, three. three. I pick paper. I pick scissors. I'll uh, go first. Okay. Okay. What we'll. we'll I have mine has I have a pretty normal one, then I have one with a catch. And then uh let's uh let's do a James one at the end. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I have a yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna do my non catch one first and then okay. my catch one second. Okay. Okay, so this one's called No really, honey, second place is great. Good job. <laughs> you and these fucking titles. I love it. That's the best part. Yeah, like I don't yes. even care about the rest of it. <laughs> You could just be like Honda Civic blue, Honda Civic red, yeah. Honda Civic white. Get it? Uh, just in case you didn't catch it. No, really, honey. Second place is great. Good job. You're a big strong man. <laughs> this okay. is all right. So basically, I was thinking about that uh-huh. and just thinking about a title I can say in that voice. It's basically <laughs> how I came up with this one. Um, <laughs> this is the second best-selling cars in the U.S. Okay. Uh, for their segment. Okay. In 2015. Okay, good idea. Good idea. Okay. So none of these are going to be exciting. Yeah, that's okay. They're second best. Yeah. And it depends on the segment. Well, that's not helpful either. Okay. (laughs) Mid-sized sedan. Oh, boy. Nissan Altima. Behind the Camry. Yeah. We'll say it has the V6 because sure. Okay. Okay, because at least you get that. 3.5 liter, 3.7, whatever it is. Yeah, Yeah, you get the the, the, the V6 Altima. I do like the styling of the Altima. Yeah. Yeah, but... Yep. Yep. Okay. Hatchback, I kind of had to fudge this one because I could really only find data for small cars. So I just went with cars that are primarily known as hatchbacks. There are some other hatchback versions in there, but whatever. Gotcha. Mazda 3. Oh, okay. We're going to go base model on that one. What was the top selling? Focus. Okay. Yeah. I think the Focus probably sells more sedans now, but whatever. whatever. It's known as a hatchback. Okay. I like the Mazda 3. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Small crossover. The Ford Escape. I believe that's how you pronounce it. I'm killing that. Uh, That's behind the CRV. Yeah, I'm killing the Escape. Yeah, so my parents have the first generation Escape. It's one of the worst cars I've ever driven. It's like driving the color beige. It's so, (laughs) it's so bad. I like, if you sit in the back, you're going to get motion sick because there's just, it's just poorly done. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah, so I'm killing the Escape. (laughs) 
Okay. Um, so it's between smart. a Mazda 3 and what was the first one? Nissan Altima. Nissan, oh, okay. You already forgot about it. Yeah, I know. So That's how I, exciting it unfortunately, is. Unfortunately, I'm, I'm just going to... I'm going to marry the Mazda 3 because it's a peppy little car. It's cool. Yeah. I I think you've chosen well. I like it. What I, are you going to do with your Altima for the day? Altima. Let's see. What would I do with an Altima? If you gave me the keys to an Altima and said, here, yeah. you stupid You can ginger, do anything you, you want. You can do anything you want. For a day. An Altima. I'm not compelled to do anything. So it's it's just like it's like even mentioning the words Nissan Altima has removed all imagination from you. It ha- so I would drive up a hill and get a good view of the mountains, and I just read, just leave it in neutral. And- I, well, I might do that at the end, but I just read a book until the sun started setting. I just watch the sunset, and then I push it off the side of the hill. Yeah. I think I would answer exactly the same way as you, except for my day with the Nissan Altima, I would take public transportation. <laughs> Is that calling an audible? Yeah. Yeah. I think uh-huh. so. Yeah. It's okay. allowed, I think. Good. I'm going to say it's allowed. Okay. Here's my FMK card. Yeah. I'm going to say it's allowed. Okay. And the title again? No, really, honey. Second place is great. Good job. You're I, a big strong man. I think second place is great in in the Mazda three segment. Yeah, not bad. All right, let me pull up mine. Oh God, where are they? Okay, this one I had to get out my high school German for it. Um, let's see here. This one is called Es ist Sparta. Es ist Sparta. I don't know if I'm using the general ge- gender pronoun correctly for this. Uh-huh. S S ish Sparta. I think it's ist. S ist Sparta. Yeah. These are cars that have 300 in the name. <laughs> <laughs> and guess what? They're all German. Oh. Mercedes okay, Benz. Mercedes. So these are all Mercedes Benz that have 300 in the model name. Okay. And I have. I'm getting my Google machine. No, ready. I already have pictures. Oh. I, I got you, boo. Fantastic. Okay. So first up, we have the three. Okay. None of these are going to be the 300 Gullwing. I'm just saying that right uh, Yeah, up. I figured. Yeah. Um, so first up, we have the W109 chassis from 1969. This is the 300 SEL. SEL. Yep. And it's the so, sedan. Sedan. Right? Yep. E means it has fuel injection, uh-huh. and L means it's the long wheelbase. Okay. So uh, here it is. It's one of the most beautiful Mercedes-Benz ever made. Yeah. It has vertical headlights. Yeah, it has vertically stacked headlights. Yeah. Which, it's why gorgeous. Don't, why don't they bring that design cue back? Everybody is, loves it. Isn't it gorgeous? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay, so that's that's the W109. Um, then we have the... W123, one of our favorite platforms for Mercedes-Benz, uh, the 300CD, the diesel coupe. All right? Okay. This is what it looks like. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's got that same uh, uh, C-pillar line as the uh, that Volvo Berton uh-huh. coupe. Yep. yep. Yeah. I, I like a big, long coupe with big-ass doors. Yep. Um, and then lastly, we have the 300 SDL. So it's the sedan, diesel, long wheelbase. It is the W126 chassis. Oh, the 126. When you think of a 
old white dude driving a Mercedes-Benz <laughs> yeah. on death's door, this is probably what he's plowing <laughs> yep. the pedestrians with, yep. Yep. he or she. This yep. is the same car that they used in Arrested Development that George Bluth uh, drove. Yeah, and then Lucille Bluth actually drove <laughs> through the the seats at the banana stand. Yes. I may have watched Arrested Development a few times. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, Okay, so that one's getting crushed. Really? Yeah, the one twenty six. It's huge and and boat like and adorable. I'll use two crushers. So that's fine. Oh. <laughs> um, you gotta crush the front half, yeah. turn, turn it around, and crush the back. Yeah, half. exactly. Okay. Um, and then, why are you crushing that one? It's just the least desirable, in your opinion. Yeah. Okay. All yeah. right. Go on. Uh, I'm gonna. Uh, I'm marrying the uh, the one twenty three. The 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 vertical headlights. Uh, that's the 109. I'm oh, sorry, the 109. Yep. Okay. All right. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm marrying that because it's just, I it, love those, I love those lines. They're gorgeous. It's a, it's a beautiful car. I mean, yeah. yeah. And I like it in that green too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. I know you were excited about finding a green example. I honestly, I'm not even going to joke with you. I didn't even notice that until you mentioned it. Oh, really? I just knew I liked the picture. <laughs> I, I didn't think beyond I'm draw, that. I'm drawn to this and yeah. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. I, maybe it has something to do with the color, Dave. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. <sighs> <laughs> it's kind of like when I was a kid watching Sound of Music and uh, the part when Liesl gets caught in the rain and I'm like, I don't know why I like this scene so much. And I mean, like her, her dress is just wet and clingy. I don't get it. Like I'm just having, having these feelings and I don't get them. It's exactly like that. Yeah, just like that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Wow. All right. I'm, I'm just putting way too much out there. All right. <laughs> yeah. And I'm then, the one who overexposes himself. <laughs> You're yeah. and you're talking about when you became a man <laughs> <laughs> to the sound of music, when you, like a real man. When you re- <laughs> yeah, that's that's something that Ron Swanson it's would the, endorse. It's yeah. the least manly thing ever. All right, and then um, all right. Wow, what are we doing? Car so, podcast. Yeah, so you're you're driving the uh, W one twenty three chassis for a day. Yeah. Um, Why and where? Yeah. I feel like I feel like that one. I'm just gonna I'm gonna go visit all of the casinos that are within, and <laughs> okay. eat at the buffets. Uh huh. And, and play craft work and talk about how much money I'm saving by eating at the buffets, <laughs> and then play like three slot machines at each one. I feel okay. like that's what you do with okay. that car. Okay. Like a stylish, and I'm gonna have like a that like old man tan. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know the retiree tan. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah, Be- like the George it, Hamilton. It's an impractical car, so you need to do some, but it's still good. So you need yeah. to do some not bad, but impractical things. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. I that's, like that. That's, All right. That's, that's that's my that's my plan. Okay. That was a good one. I like that Thanks. one. Thanks. I like that title. Es ist Sparta. Ist einen Sparta. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what? The, the Germans wouldn't have made that movie. No, they wouldn't have. Because they would have just been in like... Well, yes, these 300 employees <laughs> performed exactly what their task was. I don't get... Perfectly... We had, we had a checklist exemplary. that said, if you're outnumbered, these are the things you do, and that's what they did. So, yeah, we wouldn't make a movie about that. That'd be uninteresting. Right? I know how to say, like, three <clears throat> sentences in German. Uh-huh. Um, Darf ich meine Bleistift spitzen, bitte? May I please sharpen my pencil? <laughs> Gott sei Dank, es ist Freitag. Thank God it is Friday. <laughs> And then last, Which nobody in Germany has ever said. <laughs> and then, they've said, "Oh no, it's Friday, and I don't have any more work to perform." 
<laughs> and, then, and then lastly, Lex is going to listen to this and just go apeshit over our ter- over your terrible German. I'm not even. I'm pretty attempt. sure I have these three sentences nailed. Okay. Um, and then the last one is das ist mein Lieblingsessa. That is my favorite meal to eat. <laughs> Your little hand flourish with the two eats is hilarious. Well, because there's Essa, and I I know there's another S N. Well, there there's another German word for eat, but that means um or meal uh, that is like it's my favorite meal to prepare or in, oh, okay yeah. This, so you're saying this is my favorite meal to consume, right? Versus like my favorite meal like for color. Or, preparation or like for a soundtrack or i i don't know okay. i i know the s of parts important all right yeah anyway okay yeah uh how do, how do we go from from here what's the segue i don't, I don't have one darf ich meine bleistift spitzen bitte you can sharpen your pencil anyway dave <laughs> i'm just gonna go to germany i don't know how to ask for a bathroom darf ich meine bleistift spitzen bitte Guys, there's something wrong with that guy that just got off the train. Yeah. 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 He's just talking, yelling yeah. about pencils. Uh-huh. Yep. I think he's going to stab someone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, the next the next one I have uh-huh. has a catch. Okay. This one is called, This is neither the time nor the place. <laughs> Are any of your titles ever going to be plainly, softly spoken sentences? Never. <laughs> no. The coming from a guy that just titled it. It's a Sparta. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah. pot kettle. Yeah, exactly. So this is neither the time nor the place. And my fourth one shouts as well. Yes. Uh, cool cars, inappropriate settings. Okay. All right. Okay. So the, the, this one is a car and there are restrictions on where and when you can drive them. Oh, man. Okay. All right. All right. We're going to start it off with the most obvious uh, conundrum. The fast car slow thing, Ferrari F40, can only be driven in downtown Brussels, which, according to Forbes, is the most congested city in the world. No, Ian. I'm sorry, Dave. I'm not. I didn't say it was going to be nice. I was yelling at you to begin with. Remember? (laughs) We started from yelling, and we're not going to go nice from there. We start with yelling and get more yelling. Yeah. Okay. All right. Rolls Royce Phantom Drophead. Rally Cross. Okay. Okay. All right. Now, just just imagine. I know that sounds like f- a fun time. Uh huh. But you, you're going to have to imagine that the stands. Uh huh. For, for this rally cross event, just filled with James May, <laughs> and he's very upset with you. <laughs> okay. And that's okay. Like your for eternity, your uh-huh. hell. Okay. Is this rally cross <clears throat> where I'm racing other people, or rally yes. cross where it's auto cross that you do in on rally courses? No, let's say wheel to wheel. Let's go okay. wheel to wheel. Oh shit! And you've got like Tanner Faust and Ken Block. Like, oh no, zooming past, zooming me. past you. Okay, go on. Okay, all right. Mercedes G wagon six by six. Uh huh. Pacific Coast Highway. Okay. I needed to make that one a little bit worse. Uh huh. Because it's already you know. You have to keep in mind, that's a big, that's a big yeah, car that's yeah. probably not great on the road. No, especially like wet roads Kinda on, hard, on cliff sides. Yeah, with yeah. mist and uh-huh. hard to place, right? Yeah. Every cycling club in California is out oh. on the Pacific Coast Highway. Oh, no, those poor bastards. Yeah. You, I mean, you may, you may lightly maim 
at least a couple cyclists. Maybe maybe just a, a low dozens okay. number of cyclists oh. would be subject to maiming. Okay, I have to kill that one. I have to kill the 6x6. Six six. Oh, I, I didn't think you were going to do that. Really? I thought you were going to kill the F40. So, I'm going to... I'm going to... I'm going to... F the F40 because it's going to kill me to sit in traffic in such an amazing car for a day. But I'm just going to rev the engine and listen to it reverberate <laughs> off of the cars around me. <laughs> you know? And yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm going to do. Okay. Uh, and then I am marrying the uh, Rolls Royce Phantom Rally Cross machine yes. because you can't give me Rolls Royce Rally Cross and expect <laughs> me to not marry it. Remember that great? I'm talking about a YouTube car video. Oh my god! Remember that great YouTube video of someone just drifting a uh, Rolls Royce Phantom through like a grassy field? Yeah, it's called I think Tax the Rich. Yep, it is Tax the Rich. They've done a couple of things. They did one where they I can't remember what it was. They were I think it was a Lambo. They were uh, wakeboarding behind it. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. They've done and they did. Uh, Donuts in like a, a farm field in an Enzo. Okay. Uh, yeah. They've done a bunch of those. Yeah. yeah wa- watch the Rolls Royce Phantom tax the rich because yeah, it's really, great. it's like kind of serene. It's, yeah. Yeah. Right. It looks like a relaxing way to yeah. spend an afternoon right. being an absolute asshole. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Um, okay. All right. Yeah. So that's how I do. Yeah. So I actually thought of this one because Jaloptic had a story today about uh, a Lamborghini Aventador that caught fire because oh, no. so apparently the aventador so you know they famously they spit flame yeah so if you rev them if you do exactly what you're describing uh-huh. revving them in traffic uh-huh they lightly catch fire <laughs> and by lightly i mean they burn to the ground oh god god yeah oh, because man. the flames like have uh-huh. nowhere to Where go to, yeah yeah and they just like residual heat just builds up yep oh god <laughs> So, yeah. All right. Here's mine with a catch. Okay. You're a star. Oh, am I? You're a star, Ian. Okay. In this, you're the star of this television series in real <laughs> life. In real life. All right. And you get the car. Okay. First up, you're driving a 1983 GMC Vandura. Is it the A-Team? It is. And guess who you are? My Mr. T. You're B.A. Baracus, oh, Mr. Okay. T. <laughs> For some reason, this is the 5.7 liter V8 version of the GMC Vandura. Okay. And I've thrown a manual transmission in there. Oh. Because they're, they actually did make a manual four-speed option okay. for that van. All right. Up next, you're driving a 1982 Trans Am. <laughs> Night Rider? Yeah. Its name is Kit. <laughs> but it doesn't do any of the kit stuff. Oh, okay. It's just the Trans Am. All right. Five, five liter V8. Your name is Michael Knight. Yeah. Am I David Hasselhoff? Do I look like David Hasselhoff? Yes. Okay. Yes, you do. You wear as much leather pants as David Hasselhoff does. You are, you are these people. Okay. This is the identity you assume. Okay. This is your new occupation. I like it. Okay. All right. Lastly, we have a 1982 GMC K2500 wideside pickup. With the Sierra Grande equipment package, a 350 V8 with an auto transmission. Your name? Colt Seavers. I don't know what this one is. You're a stunt man. I don't remember. I don't remember this one. The Fall Guy. I've never seen that. Oh, okay. 
You're a youngin. Sorry. The, the fall guy. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know it. I know. Um, yeah. So this is the truck. Okay. Right. It's like every eighties pickup truck. Yeah. Yeah. You're a stunt man. You have feathered hair. <laughs> what else do you need? <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. So you got BA Baracus. All right. You got the fall guy. Yep. And you have Michael Knight. Michael Knight. Colt Seavers, fall guy. I'm that's a, a professional stunt man. That's a really, really good one. Um, what do you want to do <clears throat> from a career aspect? I mean, I feel like stunt man would be sort of the most up my alley. Uh-huh. To be honest, I don't remember what Michael Knight's occupation was. Detective. Was yeah. he? Detective. Okay. Jesus Christ. Okay. Well, I was like three when that was when that show was on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I would also like to mention that I made a reference to OS2 Warp, and you didn't know what the fuck that was. I had no idea. Yeah. And so I don't know if we could ever be friends. <laughs> Sorry, I had no idea. Now, if you had you had thrown out some Windows 3.11 for work groups, then mm-hmm. maybe we could talk. But yeah, that's too much of a basic bitch of a reference. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I get that. I yeah. get that. Yeah. I, I deserve that. That's yeah. fine. All right. Um, all right. Yeah, so what do you want to do? Detective or whatever Mr. T did on the A-team or Stuntman? Yeah, I don't know. So the van, I feel like Stuntman is the most desirable of the three occupations. Sure. But the van is so cool. <laughs> like, everybody wants that van. Uh-huh, yeah. You got to have that van. But you're... It's it's a little rapey. <laughs> it's a I little. Mean, I mean, let's. I mean, leather pants and chest hair flowing out is a little rapey too. Yeah, true. I mean, really. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay. Here's what I'm gonna do. Okay. I'm. I'm. It kills me. It kills me. I'm gonna crush the van. You are. I really want. I want to marry the van. I want. If it was just the cars. Okay. I would marry the van. Okay. I really would. All right. But you told me to take the. The job comes the with The job. It. You're a star, Ian. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to, I'm going to crush the van. Okay. I'm going to be a stunt man. Uh-huh. I don't know anything about that show. <laughs> don't know what this dude looks like. Don't know. Your name is Cole Sievers. I'm, I'm into it. Okay. All right. So I'm, I'm a stunt man forever and I'm going to drive a pickup truck apparently. Okay. Um, and then for a day. Uh-huh. I'm going to airlift my my kit uh-huh themed Trans Am to Germany. Okay. And looking like David Hasselhoff, <laughs> as you've assured me that I do, it's just gonna I'll just do one day of sex tourism in Germany. Oh gross. I'm going to use my powers for <laughs> to, evil. To bang your way across Not Germany. evil, but you know. Not not good either. <laughs> no, no, not good. <laughs> well, I'm glad you didn't choose to marry into that lifestyle. <laughs> no, just for a day. Yeah. Dip my toe into it. Yeah, see what it's all about. Yeah. We're a reasonable person. And then when I revert back to my normal <laughs> self, I'll go around to everybody that I that I <laughs> lightly convinced and and say thank you, sorry. <laughs> Oh God! I don't even know what to say. I don't. I don't even know what to say. You don't have to say anything, Dave. <laughs> I feel like just I need, look at these leather pants I feel like and I, this curly hair. My eyes are shut. I don't want to open them. <laughs> the 
Like, what if he really looks like David Hasselhoff over there? God, what if I created that? He's like Schrodinger's cat, but David <laughs> ha- Hasselhoff in a blanket form. Schrodinger's Hasselhoff. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's close this out <clears throat> with an FMK Cars from James because okay. we have about a billion left over from our FMK Cars special. Yes. And we really appreciate James sending us all these because they're all really, really good. Okay. Uh, this one is called Swedish Racing Green. Oh, okay. British Racing Green? Swedish Racing Green. You're going to pick up a theme. Uh, the first one is our beloved Volvo 850 BTCC, British Touring Car Championship race car. Maybe the coolest car ever in existence. It's the racing wagon. It wasn't great, but it was awesome. If you just Google, and I'm going to tell you this without checking to make sure, but (laughs) I am am like 99.999% sure that this is accurate. If you Google Volvo racing wagon and click on images, the first thing that comes up is this fucking thing bouncing off a curb on two wheels on two wheels during the British Touring Car Championship and it is the great it didn't do well no it, 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 it didn't turns out a wagon is not a great platform for a race car but it so is it's yeah. just so so cool it did better than it should have yeah yeah but yeah. it is the coolest goddamn race car ever yeah uh it has a very special place in our hearts Yep. So that's the first car. All right. Uh huh. Up next, we have a Volvo V60 Polestar. Oh. Donk. No. <laughs> yep. It's donked. I actually saw an S60 Polestar today. Nice. Nice. Uh, then lastly, we have the classic, the immortal Volvo P1800ES. Yes. But this one, Ian. It's got an Aston Martin V12 and a six-speed manual for some reason. Wait, what? Yeah. I would have married the, that just on its own. Without, I know. Yeah. that. Okay. Yeah. These are cars that normally do a million miles. <clears throat> yeah. The, these 1800s. There's several of them that have done more than a million miles. Oh, I think, yeah, there's probably a couple. Yeah. yeah. Um, do you want to answer it first? I my My answer is, unfortunately, I have to kill a donk yeah um i think we're thinking along the same lines here i've got to marry the a50r wagon race car oh yeah yeah i have you i have to marry that i need that in my life okay race car wagon throwing bike racks on it and i'm (laughs) kicking ass and taking names okay uh and then uh i'm effing the volvo p1800 and i've i don't know what i'm going to do for a day I am going to bash through the doors of an Ikea, uh-huh. and I'm going to drive through an Ikea in that <laughs> in that car at some point during the Flat day. Flat pack this, motherfuckers! <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, I am going to do... I'm also, sadly, crushing the donk, um, but I am going to marry the 1800 with the, with the Aston drive okay. train. Okay. The... The A50R, I'm going to have a very good day with that. I am okay. going to heavily tint all of the windows. <laughs> I am going to get rid of the racing livery uh-huh. and put wood paneling on the side of it. Oh, okay. And I'm going to attract day uh-huh. 
and I'm going to slay some bros. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to slay some stance bros at the track day. Uh, you're going to tin it so no one can see the roll cage. <laughs> yep. And, and the, the, fact that I'm, the fact that I'm sitting behind the B pillar, because that's part of the, <laughs> yeah. the... Read about that wagon, because the the, yeah. the history of it is fascinating. They basically had to move the entire driving position back yeah. to, to get almost, any sort almost of Almost police academy high tower levels. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's great. So that's what I would do. Okay. All right. I like that. Yeah. Okay. Let's wrap it up, buddy. Okay. Let's get... I We're in better spirits than when we started. I think that's right. Yeah. Yeah. I've Did, only had to pee like six times. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've only had to fart six times, so oh, okay. it just happened to line up that nice. you were out of the blanket fort when like that it. happened. So let's see here. So follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, Facebook, at Team Clear Coat. Yes. Follow Ian on Instagram and Twitter at IRollSoHard, E-Y-E, RollSoHard. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter at NuckNuckGoose. And send us an email and send us your FMK Cars ideas for, uh, we'll play them on the show. Yep. Um, at uh, TeamClearCoat at gmail.com. That's the one. Anything else, buddy? Uh, no. No, okay. I'm so sick. I want to go to bed. <laughs> You need some sleep. Yes. And some vitamin C. Yes. Let's make this happen. Yeah. Please don't shave your balls on the front of Alexis. Or do. <laughs> do it. Bye. Do it.